Hello there, and welcome to the SLP Now podcast. This month, we're talking all about literacy-based therapy. If you want to see all of the things that we have going on, or if you want to find out how to earn ASHA CEUs for listening to these episodes, head to slpnow.com slash lit. That's S-L-P-N-O-W dot com slash L-I-T. And now let's get to the episode. With my older students, I like to create a, I like to use a nonfiction unit. Um, and granted, so I use three types of text with my students. So I use a picture book for early elementary. Um, and then as the students get too old for the picture book, I'll switch to a fiction article. Um, and then first, once students get a little bit older and as they get more advanced with their skills, I like to switch to a nonfiction or an expository text because that's what they're expected to learn and understand in the classroom. However, I want to make sure that they have a good foundational knowledge of story grammar because the research on narratives and story grammar is just phenomenal. It is so impressive how big of an impact teaching that to students, teaching students story grammar can have. And they, it's such an important skill in terms of being able to like communicate with family and friends and share, tell stories. Um, but it also makes a huge difference with comprehension in general. So it's like an amazing skill to target. But once they have good foundational knowledge and they've mastered that, I like to move to expository text because like I said, that's what they are doing in the classroom. So this is typically what I, I mean, it depends on the level of the student. Um, I've done this uh, with upper elementary students, but I think it's appropriate, um, like the nonfiction text can be appropriate through 12th grade because it targets a lot of relevant skills for that population. Uh, so here we go. So for the first, this is going to sound very similar to the early plans, just with a couple adjustments. Um, so instead of reading a book, we're reading an article and that article is available on, like the example that we're talking about today is available on ReadWorks, um, which is a free site with tons and tons of amazing articles that look fabulous. Um, and they just have a lot of high interest topics. Um, and then as we talked about before with pre-story knowledge activation, um, this article is about the health benefits of apples. So we might do, um, and we can, like maybe they have trouble with some of the health vocabulary, so we can talk. We can talk through some of that um, with older students. It's also um, like I wouldn't necessarily pre-teach like categories or basic concepts or anything like that. But with older students, I find that selecting the like, especially the tier two vocabulary from the unit. And pre-teaching that is a very helpful pre-story knowledge activation activity. Um, if they don't have a good framework around apples, if they're not familiar with them, which hopefully they are if we're at this level, um, but we might do a, like a virtual field trip to an apple orchard just to talk about like where like how apples grow and how they get to the store and all of that. Um, so that's those are some things that we could do for step one. 
Um, and it's obviously an expository text, so we won't be able to fill out the story grammar organizer, but we might be able to fill in a summarizing visual just talking about, okay, so what do we think they're going, what's the main thing that we think they're going to say about apples and what details would they tell us about that? So that's a way to kind of modify the activity I talked about um, for story grammar. Then for step two, we would go through and read the article. And then, um, enough, so we would just take a couple minutes to do that. And then another thing that we can do um, for, so that, yeah, that's step two. Then for step three, we could go through some literal questions if that's appropriate for the students or we can do some inferential questions, um, some other, um, we can also dive into different levels of questioning and get into more discussion here. So we're really diving into a variety of language skills. Um, we can talk about cause and effect. Um, we can work on identifying the main idea and supporting details as part of the comprehension activity. Um, and I really like using an interactive organizer for that. Um, and it just helps, I give the students some different options, because like, this is a really challenging skill to tackle. So I find that giving them options, a field of choices is a good way to scaffold that skill. Um, so that's what we would do for step three. For step four, we would dive into focus skill activities. Um, so in my units, I like to break down all of the, like the most common skills that I target with that age group. So um, maybe there's still some residual grammar, um, especially if it comes to more of like the syntax types of goals, like pr producing more complex sentences, um, or maybe there's like passive voice or adverbial clauses or relative clauses. Those are some types of skills we might work on or prefixes and suffixes um, and making vocabulary journals for those like we did with the categories and object functions for the younger students are really working on multiple meaning words. So a couple examples of activities that we can use to target multiple goals. Um, we can do like compare and contrast to work on vocabulary but then we can also use that. It's a great, fabulous activity for syntax schools, like producing compound and complex sentences. Um, we can do, um, like if I had a lot of students who worked, or not a lot, but a handful of students who worked on fact versus opinion. So that was a great activity. I'd give them a sentence, they'd identify why it was a factor and opinion, maybe the student working on grammar would have to explain why using an appropriate sentence. Um, and then the student, maybe the sentences include grammar targets, where, so the other student has to work on um, defining the vocabulary or using their vocabulary words in a sentence. So there's lots of ways to um, integrate these skills in meaningful activities and just switch things up and um, if we're just trying to get like tons of meaningful opportunities for vocabulary, we've already done a ton of discussion, meaningful language activities. Um, I'm not beyond setting up like a Jeopardy game or a spinner with their targets 
and doing it that way. Um, but there's so many amazing activities that we can be doing for that. And then just to wrap things up, for the later students, a parallel story. Um, I really like doing like recording videos so they get, can pretend that they're newscasters or like everyone, all the older kids want to be YouTubers. So we can pretend that we're going to make a YouTube video to teach people about the benefits of apples. And like I said before, I have them fill in an organizer really, and really practice the whatever they're going to say um, in the story um, or in their summary and their explanation um, before they get to do the fun activity of pulling out the camera or making an anim animated video. Um, but that really helps with the engagement and it results in a really cool work sample that they can take home and share um, with their family. So it's super fun and really um, effective and engaging. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. And be sure to head to slpnow.com lit to access the show notes, find out about ASHA CEUs, and to find out everything else that we're doing around literacy-based therapy this month. Again, that's slpnow.com slash lit. And can't wait to see you next week.